so the the HSDs they plug into our suit. You said right. They do, yes. And that gives us all the information, location, all that kind of stuff. Path. It gives you, yeah. So it, it gives you a a basic map of um of what you need. Insofar as uh, if you looked at like a like an overland world map of a video game, you know how it would tell you like, hey, this is a city, and this is where you need to go, and it kind of like draws almost like straight lines from here to there. Um, there's really there's no real detail to it it just kind of gives you an extreme generalization of where you are where you need to go and uh and perhaps the potential of um you know of dangers or uh or benefits along the way so it's not just it's not like a gps but it just gives you a rundown exactly yeah you need to go here once you get to this fork in a road, go left. If you see that tree, go right. That kind of thing. It does exactly. Track you. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, Mal will go back. You know, he'll finish up eating. I guess Paulson said to go start getting ready. So Mal will go walk back to his suit. He'll plug in the HSD. Mm-hmm. Uh, and th- does this does this pop up? We can see that while we're going, right? So it's something that's like a, almost like an HU. We can see in our suit. So yeah, depending. So. I doubt any of you have uh, advanced tech right now to have a HUD, but you probably have some kind of readout on your system. Um, Whether or not it's like a, whether it's a hollow projection, whether or not it's just an LCD or an LED screen on your, on your suit. Um, You know, you probably have some type of interface. Okay. So So Mal, Mal will plug it, plug the HSD into a suit. You know, he's going to start putting a suit on slowly. He's not going to go rush, mm-hmm. but he's going to put the HSD in. And then when it comes up, you know, we'll say it's, you know, like a LCD, not printout, but display. And, you know, yep. he'll kind of he'll kind of quickly draw a rough outline of what the HSD is telling them, mm-hmm. um, you know, and if anyone else is around or even if no one's around, he'll just mumble to himself, you know, you know, batteries run out, but paper doesn't. So you know, yeah, now it's just now it's just covering himself that you know if something does happen to that display, you know he'll have mm-hmm. that he'll have a hard copy of of you know of that. So that's what he'll be doing while he's putting right. his suit on. Sounds good. All right. Um. So at this point, we are going to get into a couple of things. So the first part is basically prepping for the run. All right. Um, well, actually, you know what? The uh, actually the first thing that we'll do is the planning section. I think the first uh, thing I'll is actually... pooping, isn't it? I mean, I was told well. Yeah. All right. Poop. The first thing you do is poop. Yeah. I'm sure. pooping right now. <laughs> all right. Um. So there's a there's a few things that runners usually do before a job. the The first thing is to um you you need to know where you're going and what you're getting into, right? Um. The you need to know uh, general hazards or benefits of the area, uh, what the radiation or the gray level is, and uh, and you know just general knowledge of uh, of what's happening in the area. So the way that we deal with that is planning. So uh, in planning, there's uh, usually a few questions that you want to ask uh, that you want answered. Uh, so the first is how long you're going to be in the burnt. Then do you have enough power? Will you be safe inside of the burnt? 
And can you carry what you need to carry? Uh, we don't so, know what it is, so how the fuck are we supposed to know? <laughs> exactly. Uh, so you answer as many questions as you possibly can. So first things first, how long are you going to be in the burnt? Paulson said, and from what you can tell on your map, uh, you have about 250 blocks that you need to travel. One way or in and out? One way. Yep. So you're going to look at 500 total blocks. Uh, So from your speed, your lowest speed, uh, you're all about average as we went over before. Your lowest speed is 300. Uh, and that is blocks per hour. So you know that you, barring any unforeseen circumstances, you're going to be spending at least two hours in the burn, right? Because it's going to basically take you an hour to get in and an hour to get out, generally speaking. How many blocks did he say again? Uh, 250. 250. Yep. So dog could... theoretically make it there and back in a little over an hour um, but it would require him leaving the rest of the group behind Mm -hmm. so that is a decision that you would have to make if that's even something that he thinks about oh it is yeah (laughs) Uh, so the next thing is uh, if you have enough power So your suit's power rating, you know that you're going to be spending about two hours, at least in the burnt. Uh, So you just need to make sure that your hourly power usage, which is going to be your that total power rating, multiplied by two, because you're going to be in there for two hours, does not exceed the total power generation of your reactor. My reaction, so I'm good. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. So yeah, you basically uh, take your take your power total power usage, multiply it by two, and that's how much power you are going to use. It that your your base usage on this run, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So as long as you're underneath, you're good to go. Side note: anything you have left over, that is your reserve power. So let's use let's use Alex as an example. So Alex, uh, what is what's the troopers power usage? Uh, five. So it would five. Be All theoretically right. Theoretically, ten for this trip. Ten. Yep. And so you, in theory, had so you have seventy power reserve because you're you're running a uh, a reactor that can generate up to eighty power. Yep. Uh, so a seventy reserve is super cool but you're also this is a fairly short run you know 250 blocks is almost nothing right uh yeah so second question that we have to so we answered uh how long is it going to be do you have enough power uh next will you be safe inside the zone with this you want to basically check how much shielding you have against how much radiation or like base level radiation is in this burnt so right now we don't know that base level of radiation um that's going to come in the next part that we have so just make sure that you keep in mind your shielding level because that is what you're going to be compare 
Last thing is going to be, can you carry it all? And as John pointed out, you don't know what you're carrying. So that's something that you'd have to think about. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, any questions about that part? Nope. Uh, later. Later? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't <laughs> all right. This basically, and you can imagine this kind of, uh, you know, almost as like the Ocean's Eleven style scene of uh, of the of the session where all the four of you are kind of sitting around a table or you know checking or like in with your suits kind of like running the numbers running the math you know everyone else is you know alex and nitro are on there are actually like in their like you don't even necessarily have to be on in your suit to deal with the with the uh the lcd readout but you're kind of like checking with that, making sure Mal is doing actual like math on a piece of paper, which is fucking weird. <laughs> um, dog, and dog, dog complicated yeah. system where you you count with your fingers that far apart, and every fifth one you put a notch. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> Actually, like drawing in the dirt and like yeah. in the in the uh, in the dust of the garage. Like. Yeah, I'm like looking at the counter on my arm, and then I count that many notches, and then I look at the <laughs> other counter. Yeah, if that one's higher than that one, then I'm okay. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right. So yeah, you guys are kind of going over all that. Next is now the part where you gather intel on the run. In order to accomplish this, uh, we're basically going to go around the horn again. Each runner can gather at least one piece of intel. Uh, you can gather more normal uh, under certain circumstances, but you have to pay for that additional intel. That's basically just like a game mechanic-y type thing to balance it all out. Um, Is this like a little downtime-y? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's like downtime before the adventure. Mm -hmm. um, and But because all of you have zero wealth right now, you can't actually pay for more intel. However, you can go into theoretical debt Promise to gain... Things. Exactly. Yeah. You can promise that, you know, if somebody needs a favor, if you're like, hey, where are you going in the burnt? I need this thing. Like, or, uh, you know, okay, but you owe me a favor in the future. Like, I'm, I'm expecting to get this run at a discount next time I need it. Uh, so you can do that kind of stuff if you want. Uh, you can also do that. So gathering intel is normally a hard difficulty a dl5 you can lower that difficulty either with skills or you can uh similar in similar aspect owe people favors so that's all kind of stuff that you can do in order to balance that out for this moment we're basically just going to stick to one piece of intel each but uh you can go ahead and negotiate people to uh to lower that uh lower that dl if you want uh so we'll go around and uh the first thing we'll hit is alex uh so 
go ahead and tell us kind of what kind of intel you are looking to get and who you think might be a good source of that information. He would be looking to see whether or not uh, there were any like people or creatures, right? Or there organics in right. in the area that we're going to, whether or not there's uh, X's out there, whether or not there's, you know, bandits, whether or not there's, you know, mutated feral dogs, you know, like mm -hmm. what, what's our tactical situation like? All right. Um, and who do you think would be a, a good source of information for this? Uh, there's an old guy, his name is Chick, and he's mm -hmm. just like, he's been around forever. Like nobody knows where he came from. He's just some old dude. He's got no family, but he just seems to know like everything. Like, he has, hey, Chick, mm -hmm. what's, you know, what happened with, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, let me tell you, this, this the thing happened and that thing happened. <laughs> like, nobody knows if it's true or not, but like he's just right. always got information. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, uh, so you, you track Chick down and, uh, and he's, he's got his, his own, you know, we talked about kind of suburbs earlier. Um, if Cezanne existed, you know, when it existed prior to the war, it was probably a suburb. Uh, so, uh, and he, you know, Chick is knowledgeable enough and he's lived long enough. He's not a runner himself, but he knows a lot of runners and he trades with a lot of them. So he, and yeah, so he's a very personable kind of guy. So he's able to get information out of people without them actually realizing that they're giving them info. Uh, so he uses that to sell for rep quite often. So he has his own little kind of split level house and uh, it's furnished pretty decently. He's done a lot of work on it or rather he's paid other people to do a lot of work on it. And uh, so you catch him kind of sitting out on the porch on a rocking chair, kind of, uh, kind of just like glancing out uh, at the people going by. He's that he's that kind of guy. He's that kind of people watcher. Is would is there anything you know to to briefly touch back on on the world building Todd was talking about oh, yeah. earlier? What what's our situation? Like, do we have like regular food? Like I'm just wondering if there's anything like I could sort of bring to him, you know, like to like neighborly come in and sit on the porch yeah. and like you know walk <laughs> up with a you know bottle of beer or you know, some, some bathtub gin or, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, um, yeah. So, you know, Saison is, uh, as we said, kind you know, somewhat primitive in its technology, but that's primitive of the day. You know, you, you still have, you know, uh, like hollow cubes for, for storage and there's still, you know, decent technology around and, uh, you know, that does benefit you in some ways of, you know, there's still, you know, obviously there's going to be distillation. People need alcohol. Um, yeah. And, you know, it, there's, uh, you know, farms and things. So there's chicken and pork and all that kind of stuff as well. Uh, so you're not uh, you're not lacking for resources necessarily. Um, you know, there's a, a decent base living situation, at least. Okay, so so he comes up with a with a couple of you know a couple of cold bottles of beer, and uh, you know, 
comes up on a porch, say, Chick, how's it going? And he comes up, sits down, offers him a bottle. Yeah. Oh, hey, how are you doing, Alex? How's, uh, how's, uh, how's Paulson doing? Oh, he's doing pretty. Hey, you know, we, we got a stew this morning. We're, uh, we're going to be heading out in a little bit. Oh, no way. Paulson shared a stew with you? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be our first run. Oh, you know, I've, uh, I've tried to get that recipe out of him. It's one of the, one of the few secrets I haven't been able to get out of anybody out of Saison. Yeah, no, he's been pretty tight lipped about the whole thing. I, I told him, I said, when we get back, we get the recipe, right? And he's, you know, he kind of played it off a little bit. He told us we could make it, but who knows if he'll actually give it to us. Oh, no way. He's actually said that he's going to share that recipe with you. And it's what he says. Oh, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. It was pretty tasty too. He had that cow a while back. Yeah, I heard. He did. Uh, he did. Uh, that that cost him uh, quite a bit of uh, hefty rep. I heard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those things aren't cheap. No, not at all. He got uh got one of the one of the four cows that uh that was up for slaughter that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he's been he's been parceling out a little bit at a time. He's the only one that's usually eating it. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that uh, that Paulson, that uh, greedy some bitch. He uh, he likes to keep some of that for himself, huh? Yeah, yeah. He's like, but uh, but what brings uh, what brings you to my porch, there, Alex? What can I do for you? Uh, well, so you know, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be heading out to uh, to to Braxton. Uh, I was wondering if you you know if you happen to know anything about that area. You know, if there's yeah, any, uh, any any exes out there, any any bandits, you see if there's anything we should be you know stuff we should be looking for. Or do you get anything? Yeah. He gets a he gets a little twinkle in his eye, and he goes, "Oh, oh I see, I see what brings you around here. I see, I see." Well, it's just a company. I just we're having a conversation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I get it. You got you got a little bit of a taste of the stew. Uh, you're looking around. I got you're uh, you're about to go out on your first job now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Have uh, Paulson's been holding y'all back. I I think uh, you would uh you would have been ready for that job. Uh. Job a while ago. I think he's kind of calling you a little bit, but uh, but yeah, good on you, good on you. Hey, you know, we're no, just yeah. excited to get out there. You know, I mean, like yeah. first one. You know, it's it's not too far, so that's that's good. Ah, uh, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a. Uh, I got. I, I know a little, little, little one or two, one or two things about Braxton there. Uh, so, hey, so, lay it on me. What do you got? Yeah, well, uh, well, it depends. What uh, what do you got? I hear. Uh, Got, he offers uh, him another bottle of beer, <laughs> <laughs> or he put, you yeah. know, puts the six, you know, slides the six pack over to him. Yeah, yeah. I hear uh, you, you, you say that uh, that when you get back, Paulson's gonna be. Uh, Paulson said that he'd uh, he'd let you cook him up some of that uh, the, some of that soup. I mean, that's what he says. Hey, I'll uh, tell you what. Tell you what. I'll uh, I'll give you a little something, something if you uh, if you when you come back. Uh, you kind of, uh, you kind of tipped me off as, uh, uh, what's he, uh, what he's doing in there? I hear, I there's, uh, there's a couple of people of, uh, who have smelled it, and, uh, and they, they suspect that he's got some, uh, some kind of spice or something that he, uh, that he's maybe been, uh, been hiding away all this while. Yeah, it was a little savory. It was good. It was, it was, it was real tasty. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so tell you what, you, uh, I'll, uh. Give you a little, give you a little, uh, little bit of info that uh, that might help you out if you, uh, if uh, when you come back, he shares that with you. You uh, kind of, kind of hand it off with me. 
like he looks around conspiratorially and he's like, yeah, why not? I mean, it was good. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can't say like you, you need a beef, but you know, I mean, it's, oh, no, no, I can get myself that. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. that, 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 I know there's something in there and I, I, I need to know. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a deal. <laughs> as All long right. as I make it back, right? He <laughs> kind of gives you like a little bit of a wink on that one. Uh, yeah. All right. Why don't you go ahead and, um, and give me a, uh, give me a, uh, what would it be? Why, why can't charm I remember? Brains. Charm. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so give me a charm roll. Uh, beat a deal four. Do I get a bonus for, well, I guess I haven't actually given him the stew. <laughs> no. Well, no, what you get is it dropping down from a DL5 to a DL4 because you oh, have yeah, promised yeah. him the stew. Yeah. Yep. 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 Because you said five. Oh, I got a six. Six. Nice. Oh, I, that's a yes and right there. No, no skills to modify, just straight six. Nope. Yep. Just straight. Yep. Uh so yeah, he um he kind of leans you in close. He says, All right, I'll tell I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. There's uh there's been recent uh, recent sightings of uh, of a couple of uh, bands of sabers that have been uh, sneaking around in the area, looking uh, looking for some uh, some extra territory, getting a little greedy there. I don't know, maybe uh, maybe the maybe the the, the 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 exes in that area have kind of uh, started to play it safe, and they don't have as much uh, prey to hunt, but. But yeah, you uh, might want to watch yourself out there a little bit. Be a little bit extra careful. Oh, I, I appreciate that. That's uh, yeah. that's a good thing to know. And uh, so what I'll do, I'll uh, uh, so there's the uh, the red sabers are a basically a mutated mu- mutated cat species. Uh, nobody's quite sure exactly. How it started could have been uh, like tigers or uh, or cougars or something in a local zoo that had uh, that had begun to procreate. Uh, could be just regular house cats. Uh, nobody really knows, but they've mutated into these now large feral cats that actually have almost plating like a, like an armadillo or something that runs up their backs and kind of along their sides a little bit. How big? Cause tiger uh, and house cat are two completely different. Sizes. No. Oh yeah. They're large. So they're probably, they're about the size of like a mountain lion. Okay. All right. So, so they're, they're, they're a good size. Pounds. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What would the, what would the size rating be on something like that? <laughs> uh, I mean, if we were if we were going like D and D aspect, it would probably be like a medium creature. Well, no, 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 like like size oh. as far as like suit, like oh, size as far as and... like bringing one back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> probably counted at like a three. Okay, oh, I was thinking he's four. thinking like a good carnivore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if we're gonna be making some stew, we gotta have some meat, right? I, I mean... hear you. I hear you. <laughs> that red saber stew is the delicacy. <laughs> right. Actually, I didn't bother doing a scene back when we were eating the stew, but dog only ate the meat. That's all. <laughs> nice. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I, you know, gravy? I have risk taker, right? So, like, mm-hmm. if we could snag one of these things and bring it back, 
you know, dead, there you go. Of course, but yeah, right. Uh, okay. Nice. Just just thinking. Yep. Oh yeah. Man, All that, right. That that's great. I mean, uh, yeah. I you know thank thanks for uh, thanks for letting me know. That's uh, coming really handy. No problem. I mean, you know, you get uh, you get back safe there. I get that recipe. You know, everything uh, everything works out fine and dandy, huh? Yeah, 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 for sure. But, uh, All right. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's cool. All right, you uh, you be safe and uh, don't let don't let none of them sabers uh, get to you, and don't let uh, don't let Paulson kind of hold you back. You go out there, you do your thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's you know, we get out there, we get a run under our belt, it'll be good. You know, after that, it'll all open up for us. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, he's he's all he's old as shit, right? He's all retired. You saw half of his face, so yeah. I mean, it'll be good. Yeah, and he kind of looks at you like he knows something, but then he goes, "I know you. Uh, you get going. You got a you got a lot of prepping to do." Can I make an insight check? Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. Uh, it's gonna be. Uh, let's go with a DL four though. This is gonna be kind of. Uh, I'm gonna. S- Would it be psyche or brains? I mean, uh, let's go psyche. Okay. You're not you. You don't have like training or anything like right, that. Right. So you're yeah. Did he did he catch it? Nope, I got a. Pair you're of going threes. off instinct. Yeah, yeah. A pair of threes. Yeah, so I mean, you got you got uh you got kind of a hint at at the uh, at the look that he gave you, but uh but you kind of you kind of brush it off as you know you've known you've known Chick for a while now, so he you could pass it off as uh as you know him kind of showing a little bit of a worry to you or something like that. So. He's thinking like, oh, I shouldn't have said that shit about his face. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, fuck up. He doesn't tell him that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now you're now you kind of got that back in your mind of like, oh, fuck. Did I just fuck all this up? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. So uh, so Alex is now worrying about if he just kind of uh, broke his contact with Chick or not. And uh, and uh, let's go over to Mal. Mal, what do you got? What are you trying to figure out? And who do you think you'll go to for it? I was thinking it's kind of general about what we're going off to get, but we do know kind of it's like a big industrial kind of building. So he's also thinking if he doesn't get, if he doesn't find any, you know, books or texts or anything to bring back, he's got some extra space. So he's going to see if there's, a connection he has on someone who either is on the council or is like related to someone in the council and mm-hmm. just say, Hey, we're going out on a run. This is the area we're going to. Do you know if anybody's put in any requests or for anything that they want brought back to that area? Or do they know some interesting things in that area we could bring back to either sell for rep or if someone has, you know, an outstanding ask for kind of thing. No, you know, mm. I'm not, I'm not, uh, this isn't like going into business on the side or whatever. It's just that right. more, hey, Paulson's sending us on a run. This is where we're going. That's if we smart. Can bring some, if we can bring some more stuff back, um, mm-hmm. you know, do Paulson's run and also bring some other stuff, that'll help us. And it'll yep. maybe be a good sending off for Paulson. You know, we can right. get him an extra retirement watch or something, you know, on the way out nice. the door. Kind of <laughs> right. Yeah, instead of grabbing just like random junk, actually exactly. go in with something in mind yeah yeah so we'll say that you know um the the husband of the second cousin of one of the council members 
who has a, an insanely uh their their place within the government is is so tangential that you could literally pull them out and nothing like no one no one would know if they went on vacation for a month it wouldn't make a difference uh but they still know enough of what's going around uh so yeah we'll say uh uh it's uh it's jacobson uh jacobson mcandrews and so yeah you uh you know where his uh where his office is uh and uh you know you kind of catch him every once in a while uh so you actually catch him kind of like on his break sitting outside eating, eating a sandwich okay uh so i'll go sit down to him and say you know a hey, mcandrews uh paulson has us going out on a run today it's to uh and then what so what did dog say the machine building right yeah that's what yeah that's what so you know, I I guess I can intuit from that it's you know either industrial or factory <laughs> if it's machine building. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, so I'll tell McAndrews, you know, we're heading out on a run. Uh, we didn't get too many details on what Paulson's sending us out for, but you know, we've got four of us going. I've got a bit of extra space. Uh, have you heard anything? Anybody said anything? Any words about needing anything in Braxton that may be be around this area? And I'll you know, pull out the piece of paper with the rough map I drew mm-hmm. um, and just say, you know, is any is anything outstanding? You know, we can bring some stuff back. If we've got some room, maybe fill out, maybe strike off some um, some other outstanding requests that people have. Uh, you know, Paulson's on his way out, so maybe if we get a bit of extra rep for him out the door or, uh, you know, send him off uh, with something nice. Hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, and he kind of puts his sandwich down on the table and uh, reaches over to a to a satchel and pulls out a little uh, a little tablet. It says, "Ah, uh, yeah, let me see what we got." All right, and he kind of brings up and goes, "Okay, um, yeah, I mean, we got we got a few things, I guess. Uh, some some kind of semi official things that might uh, that you might be able to get. I mean, nothing too nothing too big, honestly." Sounds good. I think we've got four of us going. Uh, uh, obviously, if it's just one request, I think that Paulson's sending us out for. So I think we're supposed to just pick up one thing. So we should have enough enough space if there's uh, anything we need, we can bring back uh, extra. All right. So he'll uh, he'll start going. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, um, why don't you go ahead and give me a. Uh, brains check and be the dl5 i've got academics appraisal and med tech can i add a, any of those uh yeah why not you can go ahead and uh throw on some appraisal with that either appraisal or med tech will work actually okay five all right well it's a yes but not bad mm-hmm. <laughs> um so yeah, he, he's kind of scrolling through, scrolling through, scrolling through, and you see um, kind of over his shoulder that there's a pretty decent request for um, for parts for coolant equipment for refrigeration. Okay. Uh, so these are the parts, not the actual coolant itself, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um... Okay, what could be? I'll let you do the butt. Uh, so I'll, I'll tell McAndrews, uh, you know, I'll look at it. 
and then I'll I'll kind of laugh to myself and remember that Dog said HVAC when he was talking about a shield. Mm. Uh, and <laughs> when he says refrigeration coolant, uh, so it's the HVAC, and he'll kind of he'll kind of giggle a bit yeah. and say, uh, "Yeah, this seems like uh, we should be able to fit this in. If it's uh, yeah. if it's some different parts, we may be able to divvy it up between all of us." Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll definitely keep our eyes out uh, when we go out there. What's the um, What's the back end of this coming back? Yeah, so uh, so uh, Jacobson, when you kind of like give that little laugh, because like that, it triggers in your mind. You see like the 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 refrigeration units and the HVAC triggers in your brain, and you're like, uh, that's kind of fun. And like he looks over his shoulder and sees that you're looking over his shoulder at his tablet, and he immediately like swipes three fingers down to 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 lock the screen. And he goes, well, this is this is government material. Like you can't you can't just look at this. Now you know, I'll throw my hands up and just say, hey, it was was just I was caught up in my own thing. I was remembering something funny that uh, that happened with Paulson before I headed out. I didn't even <laughs> didn't even notice what you were um, what you were saying. You said something no. about refrigeration colon and no. you know, no, the, no, no, the, no, no, oh, no, no, okay, no. No, these these are these are jobs for licensed runners. Okay, you can't you. I know, I know for a fact that you don't have your registration yet. Okay, so so uh, I'm. You know what? I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to finish eating my sandwich. I'm going to pretend that you were not here and that you did not see this. That way, I will not have to turn you in. Okay, because if I have to turn you in, I cannot promise that Paulson will also not get his license revoked. Okay, so how about the two of us just kind of keep this on the little the hush hush? Okay, you tell me you don't tell anybody you saw this, and I won't tell anybody that you looked at it. Uh, really sorry about that. Was in wasn't meaning to uh, cause any trouble. I was trying to, you know, send my uh, my mentor off in a, in a proper way. If you've got my word, uh, I won't say anything. Sorry to, uh, to have bothered you. And I'll turn around and walk away. And I will mentally note refrigeration colon and <laughs> pull out the piece of paper and, you know, make sure I put a little put a little note next to it. If we see anything, save this for later after I get my license, yep. after we get our license <laughs> license. And he goes, he goes back to eating his uh, peanut butter and fluff sandwich. <laughs> fluff or nutter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Damn, uh, all right. I grasp and then it just went away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dog. I am very interested to see where Dog will go for information. <laughs> uh, you're muted. Thank you. Uh, I don't really think I have to go far at all. Because um, uh, awareness and streetwise, I don't know mm -hmm. which way you want to go with this, but I have a plus one in both of them, and they're both based on Psyche. So either way, it's three dash plus one. I feel like I noticed something on that map before Paulson put it away. Mm-hmm. That he didn't say out loud. Uh, I think maybe would I is that awareness streetwise? Does either one of those um, work for you? 
No, you know what? I would, uh, let's go, let's go with awareness, uh, because he, so he, in theory, gave you the same information that you, uh, that he was showing you, right? Mm -hmm. But we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. So yeah, why don't you go ahead and, uh, why don't you go ahead and give me an awareness, uh, DL5. Where'd my third die go, damn it. Oh, there it is. Uh, it's a three plus one, four. Nope. Ah, uh, that's, <laughs> that's a, yeah. Uh, no but. <laughs> it's yeah. a no, no but. Yeah, no but. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you, uh, you know, you're kind of, you're kind of, uh, looking over it and, uh, and you become kind of, I'm not, not necessarily obsessed, but you know, you want it, you're, you're looking, you think, you know, he gave you the HSD. So you're like, okay, well it must be something, you know, something you thought triggered in your mind. So you're kind of going over that, mm-hmm. but what do you, what do you think might, uh, do I get to say the, but yeah, I'll give you the, but. Um, right on the other side of this place on the map, just <laughs> like maybe 20 or 30 blocks further, I'm pretty sure I recognize that, that suburb my dad took me to, and I, I'm going to go there. Mm. Nice. So yeah, you don't, you don't glean any further information from the map, but yeah. you do And of know, course like I have no idea if I'm right that. or wrong, but I am right. convinced. I'm yeah. convinced. Yeah. I saw a street name and I think it's the same street name that I remember. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh Nitro. Okay, so um Nitro really doesn't have any friends, but Nitro no. does have shut up. Uh, <laughs> but Nitro does have uh someone that he hangs out with called Match Strike. Um, Matt Strike is actually a son of a, uh, his mom is a runner, but his dad is also works in the radiation business. Hmm. So usually when him and Matt Strike hang out, it's just them trying to find, you know, some way to blow something up or burn something up. So they get together and they, when they're not beating the shit out of each other, like kids do, he's about, uh, the other kids, 16 and a half. Cause so he's a little bit older than he is mm-hmm. and uh, they're always trying to figure out ways of kind of, uh, I don't know, just trying to uh, be dumb kids, but also Nitro in the back of his head is trying to find a way to kind of make things to kind of, you know, be faster or whatever. But this mm-hmm. time uh, I wrote for his survival skill i actually wrote as uh his little his uh uh what were you call it like subset of that because you said once you pick a survival you have to kind of pick what the survival what it's about so i picked for him like danger perception because like because of everyone dying around him he's very Mm -hmm. even though he's very just go 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 he also tries to pick up danger where he goes. Mm-hmm. So he's actually going to try to talk to match strike and see if his dad has been to Braxton and he wants to know what the, what the radiation uh, situation is there. Nice. 
Yeah. I was yeah, hoping so you someone kinda... was going to ask. We all came up <laughs> right. with other things to ask. Except uh, so yeah, the two, you know, the two of you are just kind of fucking around, like lighting off small, small fireworks and anything that you can find. And so you kind of bring it up casually. Like, uh, do you, do you drop the fact that you're going on a run or are you just kind of dropping it? Like you're like, you're interested in the area. Um, God, what would he do? I think he would. I think he would drop about being the, about the run because mm. you know he just you know just like you know some young kids they want to you know even if they're not friends with somebody they want to be like well I'm doing this you know that right, kind of yeah. thing and that's it that's exactly what Nitro is like he's like yeah. I'm going on a run and I'm going to Braxton and I you know I've heard the you know that uh, that it's kind of a dump of an area or whatever so i'm sure like the radiation is just through the roof you know he's just trying to kind of goad uh matt strike into giving him yeah. a little bit something maybe he heard something his dad said or something yeah yeah he goes you know no i mean uh yeah i mean my uh my mom has been kind of like in and out of there quite a bit you know she's pretty she she knows a lot about brack yeah she's been to braxton a ton like it's no she she does it all the time you should see her folder on it. She's got a, she's got tons of info on it. So instead of like trying to go straight for the information, he's gonna mm-hmm. instead like ask him like, "Oh, you're so your your mom's suit like she's been through a lot or whatever." So like, like is she is it her suit just gnarly or you know is she like you know like is she just in and out or whatever? Like he's trying to like get the information like if she's been in there so many times or whatever, if there's a lot of, if there's a lot of radiation, obviously she's going to feel the effects of it. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of scoring on the, Mm -hmm. the, um, the, uh, tech itself. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. So he'll actually say, you know, yeah, yeah. Her suit's like super awesome. She makes it, she makes most of it herself, but like my dad, my dad also helps a bunch. Cause like, that's what he does. So, yeah, and he actually, like, takes you into the garage in order to to look at the suit. He's like, all right, but you better you better fucking shut up. You better not tell my mom that I'm showing you this. <laughs> and he's like, of course. And he does the whole cross in his fingers. Behind his back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, he takes you in. Uh, it's basically like a small, uh, if you think of, you know, uh, if you live in like a condo complex, uh, how they have like storage garages for the people as well. Uh, so it's basically that it's like a line of garages and he takes you to one and he kind of walks over to like a touchpad and like, like hides it with his hand. And he's like, don't fucking look. And he like types the pad in and like that. You hear the beep, the door, op- he opens up the door to take you into the, uh, uh, to where they store the suit. And goes, yeah, this is it. This is uh this is my this is my mom's suit. She calls it the uh she calls it the red mantis. Uh and he's like he's actually like in awe of the suit, but yeah. he's like playing it off like yeah, I guess this is okay. Yeah, like, and it's actually a pretty high-end suit, too. Like she must have spent a really a decent amount of rep on this thing. Nice. Um and you know, the reason she calls it the red mantis is it actually has these two uh like uh plasma swords that come out or vibro swords that like come out from the side of the forearm 
that like come down into almost hooks that look like the praying mantis arms. And the whole thing has this like blood red paint job all over it. Yeah. And he's it like, of course, again, out, you know, outside he's just like, yeah, I'm sure. But like inside, like he's freaking out. He's like, right. He's like, you know, he's processing like a hundred ways of like, okay, I could take this. I could take that. You know, yeah. this, oh, this, like, she's like, he's like, oh, obviously she knows what she's doing, but like, I could totally, you know, take this and that kind of thing. Right. All right. Uh, why don't you go ahead then and give me a survival check, uh, okay. DL5. Okay. See if, uh, see what kind of information you can glean from the suit. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to use brains for that one. Sounds good. And what was the DL? I'm sorry. Uh, five. that is a six nice so yeah you're uh you're looking it over and you see uh let's see here so yeah she actually has a decent filtration system on this thing and uh she's running with some diamond mesh plating over the whole thing uh so her uh, her shielding rating on this uh, on this suit is uh, decent enough that it's uh, you can tell that if uh, if she as a rad because you can also tell she has a she has a really nice uh, thruster set up on this thing and everything. If her as a rad is running with this kind of shielding, then it must be a decent level of uh of radiation uh and i'll actually say you're you're kind of looking through it all and uh and you can see on a uh on a basically like a tv in the next to the setup of all of the uh exterior sensor information of her last handful of runs and uh, judging by what's been going on, uh, the average baseline uh, radiation in Braxton is about six grays. Okay. So he, he kind of looks at that and his eyes get kind of wide, like, you know, holy shit, you know, kind of thing. And uh, he um, is just like, and he, he kind of breaks a little bit and he's like, wow, Matt Strike, your, your mom's got some amazing tech. Yeah, uh, yeah, she does. I mean, how like how do you not like take any of this and just use it for your own? And he's like looking at, oh God, what am I thinking of? Uh, looking at her, um, her. What did you What did you say that she uses for uh, propulsion or whatever? Uh oh, uh yeah, she actually has um both. She has both maneuver thrusters. And also a uh, a booster set up on that. Okay. So yeah, I... uh, yeah. so she not only can um, it just has general uh, general thrust to get her to move faster, but uh, when she really wants to, she can kick this thing into overdrive. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's like he's just like like I can't believe you haven't like stolen this tech or like like. Why can't you make something no, like this? And he like you, punch it. He like punches him in the arm. Hey, I mean, no, you can't. I could. I bet I. I bet I could. 
you just they just you know i just i just don't they don't need me to yet and he again like punches you in the chest (laughs) and uh yeah so like like as the scene kind of ends they like Mm -hmm. end up like uh like falling out of the 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 area that the suit is in and they're like just wrestling each other and kind of you know beating each other up or whatever right nice all right uh so yeah we'll go over um just as a as a mechanic standpoint so uh so nitro uh unlocked the (laughs) the uh the level of radiation that is in braxton so radiation is measured in grays which is an actual thing I found out. And so what you do with uh, with the radiation level is you compare that to your shielding. If your shielding is equal to or higher the radiation level, then your suit wins. You take no radiation damage on a regular basis, barring any uh, outside or inconvenient circumstances. However, as uh, we've kind of alluded to with Paulson, most runners take at least a little bit of radiation damage uh, on every run. So what our runners are going to do once they regroup and Nitro, uh, you know, if he shares this information or not, but, um, you know, there's really nothing you can do about it at this point because you already built your suits. Uh, You're going to... Exactly. Um, so you're basically going to take your shielding rating, compare that to the radiation level in grays, and that is how much radiation damage you are going to take on an hourly basis. Ouch. So uh, let's go ahead. We'll we'll use. Uh, let's see. Nitro said, "Ouch." Kurt, you said, "Ouch." So what is the uh, the Rad F15's shield rate shielding rating? Uh, it's only a four. So I'm going to be taking two damage every hour, which is great. That's great. That's right. I'm going to take three. Ooh, nice. Mm, I'll be taking two (laughs) per hour. Really? Maybe I don't need that. I'm the only one not taking it. I got six shield. I'm the only one. There you go. Look at that. Yep. I actually built my suit. I built my suit for speed. It shielding was not a huge concern. I picked it up when I could for free. Yeah, uh, but it worked out. I did. You spent uh, this because you spent a little bit extra on that. Um, uh, I think you spent a little bit extra on your uh, on uh, your what you call it um, on your shielding itself than everybody else did. So because I think you went with you ended up going with what the CMF. So I, yeah, I got CMF. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. So, uh, so we'll see now, but how... I think it's because I didn't like the cost or the negative associated with the other options. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in other yeah. words, I think I took it. There's I took a, it for yeah. a negative reason. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so at this point in time, you have all gathered a little bit of intel, whether beneficial or not. We'll see once you actually get out of the ru- on the run. And yeah, so uh, what we will do, I think, so we're uh, time-wise, we're we're uh, about a little, about two hours in terms of gameplay. Um, plus, I know Kurt, you have to, uh, you know, this is this is kind of running up to your Cinderella moment 
at this point. Uh, plus, also, this is a good, I think for me, this is a good break point because we've done all the pre-run stuff. We've kind of done the character intro. We've gathered intel. We've done all this kind of stuff. And now the next step in running is doing the actual run. So uh, when we get back together next time, we'll actually uh, have the four of you heading out into the burnt and seeing if you can complete the job that Paulson has given you in order for you to get your license to become official runners. I mean, if I make it back, I'll be dead from radiation, but sure. <laughs> we'll go into radiation damage later. Don't worry. Just You'll be fine. I'm mutations. Back. Just get some mutations. Right? Yeah. Or, or lose an arm. Who knows? <laughs> get some tentacles or something. It'll be cool. Right? You get um explosive uh, proof skin. Yeah, right. <laughs> and become even more dangerous. I think I think I died from radiation more in Fallout, so you know I'm kind of used to it. So see, there know. we go. Perfect. <laughs> nice. All right, cool. Uh, so we'll we'll wrap this up then. Uh, Runners is not available yet, but there's a link in the show notes for all of the other core products that are available. So please check those out. Uh, we have a Patreon up. Uh, you could throw money at us or not. It's fine. Uh, if you like core things, uh, if you like stuff that we're doing on the show, uh, I prefer that you support Todd, throw money at Todd instead. Uh, Todd is the creator of the core system. So we are playing a lot of core games uh, please do that. Uh, ratings and reviews on iTunes. Yeah, you guys know the whole thing. Uh, it's like a broken record. But thanks for checking it out. Thanks for, for watching and listening and all the things. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.